He's Christian. He's Jimmer. Welcome to two PTs and a bag of chips. Game on. Live from Chicago. Live from Chicago. O'Hare Airport. It's Today. Been a, it's been a pretty wild day. Today's a pretty wild day. We took a little bit of a trip. We're not in Denver anymore. Today we're uh, gonna probably talk about patellofemoral pain, maybe a little, and then yeah. we're gonna review Kim's Magic Pops, brown rice chips. Smoked paprika flavor. <laughs> they actually survived the trip. Sort kind of, of, sort of survived the chip. Kind of in the a trip. way. The tri- I said chip, and it's a trip. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a doozy. No, anyway, this has, been, this has been a good day so far. We uh, got up early and caught a flight to Chicago. After it snowed a, a foot of snow in Denver. Yeah, or one to three inches. One whatever. Three inches. Whoever's counting. Something like that. It was pretty impressive. And then, uh, yeah, flight went out, no problem. Flew pretty mm-hmm. quick, got into O'Hare, got picked up by a friend of the show, Dave. That's right. Shout out to Dave. Thank you, Dave. Quinn's dad. Thank you, Mr. Stokes. Appreciate it very much. And uh, we caught the uh, Elmhurst Hope College lacrosse game today. Which was a doozy. Yeah. It was a tale of three quarters and one quarter of Three quarter and one quarter. Three quarters of pretty even play, and then one quarter where Elmhurst just whooped us. Yeah. So, uh... Final score was 14 to 9. 14 to 9, yep. Third quarter, no, second quarter was 6. Eight, 8 to 2 run. 8 to 2 run. Yeah. Six, 6 goal difference there. That's pretty impressive. Uh, captain of the team, Quinn Stokes, played a solid, solid defensive game. Very solid impressive. Game. Great game. Great so, yeah, we're currently sitting at the airport. It's Waiting for a flight to back to Colorado. Back to Denver. It's not our usual. Uh, controlled studio quality <laughs> recording here today. I actually kind of like it. Kind of nice. A little relaxed. Patellofemoral pain. Pretty pretty, common. pretty, pretty common. Yeah, pain. Pretty common. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically pain kind of behind the kneecap or, or around the kneecap that, that isn't attributed to something else. Whether that be a tendonitis, a bursitis, like uh, Oshkid Slaughter's and and young kids, Sending Larson Johansson's disease, which is Oshkid Slaughter's, but of the inferior patella pole as opposed to feeble tuberosity, which is a great, fun, exciting, never seen one, but they talk about it all the time, like it's super common, so I don't know. I think a lot of the patellofemoral ones are are patella tracking issues, right, which we see a lot in adolescents and younger kids. Absolutely. You start to deal with muscle imbalances. Particularly females. Yep. Almost almost two to one male or female to male, I should say. So, um, I remember way back in the day when we were looking at these and we thought that they were all weak VMO, tight IT bands. So we were doing lateral releases, medial reefings, medial capsule tightening. That's, that's surgery. That's not physical therapy. No, correct. Yeah. And, um, and none of this stuff worked. No, none of it worked. So it's it's a it's a pure biomechanical problem, right? Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, in females are more set up for it because of kind of the knock knee posture, the valgus knee, the, the Q angle, whatever you want to call it, uh, sets them up to just have more issues related to patellofemoral pain. Yeah, and if you're dealing with somebody with a relatively shallow trochlea or a relatively shallow patella that already has kind of a lateral tilt to it, it's very easy to see with um, relative increased medial femoral rotation so your thigh bone kind of rotates in which is what we see with the knock knee yep. the um the kneecap will start um, tracking more laterally 
and um, therefore creating pressure, discomfort, and pain. Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of people can have the same exact thing without having symptoms, and so activity tends to be the driving force in patellofemoral pain. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's super common to see it only, you know, during an activity or only following an activity. Uh, those activities, some of them are as simple as going up and down stairs, squatting, sitting uh, kind of with, with your knees flexed for a long period of time. Usually after activity, that's a big irritant. There's another classic one. Um, anyone who's ever skied, if you're sitting in a ski lift with your legs unsupported and the weight of skis is pulling down on your, on your lower legs, that will kill your knees. That compression, that increase in compression. Yeah. I mean, biggest correction for this is adjusting activity initially until symptoms reduce and then working on traditionally, I mean, hip strength and kind of lower extremity balance and, and sort of stable, learning to stabilize a little bit better. Yeah. And so a lot of times it's not necessarily a weakness, it's just poor kind of mechanics and then it's just sort of correcting those mechanics where possible. Yeah, some of it's mechanical awareness, some of it is proximal hip strength, you know, it goes along with all the other stories about pronation, patterning, mm -hmm. and poor pronation control. So, yeah, identify the... Um, the mechanical issues. So after you've settled on the inflammation and pain, you can start working on controlling pronation. <laughs> Christian's laughing because we keep getting these these overhead announcements, which are which are classic. It's for the same three people. I think we should leave them in every twenty seconds. <laughs> it's pretty good. Patellofemoral pain is more or less a sort of a catch-all term when they don't have a better diagnosis. So a lot of symptoms can be slightly variable from person to person, even though the cause can be very similar. Uh, yeah. Weakness, activity, generated. Yes, so very typical in, in younger kids, when you start to see the growth spurt, a lot of tightness in the hamstring, kids who, are, who tend to be quad dominant, mm -hmm. so poor proximal hip control, so everything is done with the longer muscles. And that creates an imbalance that is uh, perfect to set up patellofemoral pain. Yeah. Tre treatment is going to vary depending on where you are in the stages of symptoms. If it's relatively new, it resolves relatively quickly. If you've been dealing with it for a really, really, really long time, it's going to take a longer period of time to kind of get over that. My suggestion is always get in as soon as possible and we can kind of take care of it really quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there are some, uh, some situations when surgery is indicated, but most of the time it's a, it's a gradual process. Try, try to improve mechanics, control activities, and, uh, and sometimes use of either kinesio tape, McConnell tape, which is more of a stabilizing tape, or use of a chopad strap, or any kind of guidance um, can help uh, alleviate some of the symptoms. That, yeah. that may be useful during the treatment phase when you're still relatively active. And a jump pad strap is like a tennis elbow or a golfer's elbow strap tipped around your, your patella tendon as opposed to kind of around your elbow for those that aren't familiar. Yes, my bad. Yeah, that's fine. I think trivia time. Trivia time. I think so. Do we have a good one? Do we have a Chicago related trivia? Nah, we don't. But last week's trivia, 15 people started the first Ironman. How many people completed it? Uh, 12. So quite, quite, quite a good ratio there. The first ever Ironman winner was uh, a gentleman by the name of Gordon Haller. He, uh, I think he competed in the race almost 
count 20 years, and, and though his time did not change all that much, his relationship to winning changed substantially as uh, individuals specialized in triathlon, and, uh, and he got a little bit older. Uh, Less younger. So, uh, but first ever winner, Gordon Haller, taxi driver on Oahu, as opposed to Kona, where it is now. Yes, the original. Yeah. So, uh, new question. Uh, What is the world's most popular non-alcoholic drink? Yeah, I just peeked. I saw the answer. But I I wouldn't have guessed. No? No, I would not have guessed. Yeah. So. I like it. You want to try some chips? I think it's chip time. So we've got uh, what's left of the Kim's Magic Pop Brown Rice Chips. Uh, They've made a few uh, trips so far today. Uh, Chip to air ratio on these guys, 45%. It's basically a modified rice cake. Yeah, it's a rice cake. I don't taste any paprika. No. Sorry, Pippa. We've got a bunch of chunks left over, but we had two halfy holes. And I'm not a big rice cake fan. These, these don't taste like chips. They taste like rice cake. Or rice cake. Salty rice cake. That's what I got. No, not not worth eating. I, I think they're good for, uh, like, if you have a lot of ducks or geese on the property. Oh, to feed them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's good. I mean, I don't get any smoked paprika flavor. No, this is not a success. This is a solid two thumbs down. Yeah. 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 I mean, you don't have to vomit immediately, but it's, it's definitely, <laughs> definitely don't buy them. No. Definitely do not buy them. No. They don't, they don't work with chips. So, uh, thanks for listening to uh, today's brief, impromptu, long-distance episode live from Chicago Airport. Next week, we're going to be going over joint replacement, sort of over all of them a little bit, just covering it as a generalization, and reviewing the Pecky Haunted Ghost Pepper Chips brought to us by uh, Becky and Dustin again. We've done a pretty good job as a group with the Fight for Air Climb. Uh, we're currently sitting in uh, third place. We can select our start period. For anybody else who wants to donate, feel free to do that. Um, all the money goes to the American Lung Association to uh, research and help treatment for people with lung diseases. Yeah, big shout out to everybody who's helped out so far. I think we're, we're approaching $7,000 in yeah. Donations, which is amazing. Which is really amazing. Thank yeah. you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anyone looking for more information on us, physical therapy in general, or the show, check out our website, reboundclinic.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter throughout the week for more information. He's Jim. I'm Christian. Thanks for listening. <laughs>